Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. While you're enjoying today's episode, do yourself a favor and pay youhatemovies.com a special visit. We've launched an all-new website, and there you can peruse our new helpful episode guide, prove how much you love or hate movies by leaving comments, browse bonus content, check out profiles for our hosts and contributors, even suggest an argument for an upcoming episode. Our social media presence is also in full swing for those of you who don't hate movies. Join us on Twitter and Instagram, at YouHateMovies, or on Facebook.com slash YouHateMovies. As for this episode, we're celebrating Ridley Scott by getting mad at Ridley Scott. In our midst, we have alien enthusiasts and Prometheus detractors, as well as a few Prometheus apologists. Will this ongoing debate over the logic and quality of Prometheus ever be put to bed? I think you'll agree. We settle things quite nicely. So, Prometheus is the whitewashed tomb of science fiction movies. It's just a buttload of garbage. (laughs) And uh, I thought that it would be great if we all sat around talking about what a buttload of garbage Prometheus was. But unfortunately, we won't be able to do that because we have some Prometheus apologists in our midst tonight. Now, the, the, you know, the fight over Prometheus has been going on ever since the movie came out. A couple of... Uh, how long, when did that thing come out? Just 2012. Yeah, just a few years yeah. ago, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know it was 2012. Thanks. A couple years ago. Yeah. So three. Three years back. It was Im- immediately divisive. People are already arguing about it. And we came out of the theater, a bunch of us actually in this group came out of the theater. Loving it. Together, some loving it and some being like, what the heck did we just watch? So uh, tonight we're all across the map. So we have our friend Peter back again. Hello. That was your Russian hello? No, that was my, that's how I say hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because, he's r- because he's Russian. Now hello? remind me, Peter, the uh, the whole premise of doing the... Prometheus versus Alien podcast started with a conversation that you and I had because you had you brought up Prometheus right because I liked it so much because you liked it so much right Right. but I hadn't seen Alien and I encouraged you to watch it to watch Alien and to talk into your microphone appropriately right am I not doing that no what did I say about the lips on the microphone but I told you the last time I that's perfect thank you really (laughs) (laughs) so you watched Alien and okay now you're all caught up garrett is here what's up <laughs> and garrett was we saw prometheus together in yeah the we theater. saw it in the theater and i haven't seen prometheus since that day did you see alien before you saw prometheus or yes yes i did okay and then tyler just saw both movies for the first time this evening that's right the very first time i've very gone my whole life without seeing alien until tonight and they forced me to watch prometheus Right. Dang. I I have some thoughts. Facts. Okay, that's going to be good. We also have a first-time friend of ours that uh, loves movies and has been an enthusiast about being on the podcast, and we decided to let him come aboard, our friend Liam. Hey, thanks so much, Josh. <laughs> Gang, guys. <laughs> Pleasure. Liam's here. Now, Liam, tell me, had I'm assuming that you've seen both Alien and Prometheus prior uh, to this evening. I had. Yeah. Did Most definitely. Did you catch Prometheus in, th- in the initial run in theaters? or I did. I paid about 12 bucks to see it. Is Ooh, that that's right? That's steep. Oh, yeah. Did IMAX. Okay, you went that's the big. Way to go. All right. I went big. I did you do that glorious. because you're a fan of the franchise? And you? Uh, I, was, I was psyched about, you know, just uh, 
Big Ridley Scott getting back in the saddle of mm-hmm. the Alien franchise and seeing what the old timer could do with uh, do with it again. Yeah, okay. And I mean, it was it was pretty it was legendary kind of stuff. There's a big hype for it. Okay. I jumped so, on board. I'm looking forward to the, to the thoughts Liam's going to bring to the table. Such and now, Josiah is here again. The Josiah that we constantly mention. Ah, power surf. And we have been graced with once, and he has returned. I guess any time we do a sci-fi episode, Josiah has to be there. Hey guys, it's uh, <laughs> it's great to be back on Knucklehead Magnet FM. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Josiah is the resident Prometheus apologist, even though there's some folks here that, that don't hate it, but he was the most outspoken supporter when we first came out of the theater. He was like, oh my gosh, it was freaking fantastic. All because freaking Lindelof wasn't was involved with it. I wasn't doing mm. cartwheels. <laughs> well, I had a good he time. did a cartwheel. Pretty dang close. Matt Hughes is here as usual, it, although he's pretty ticked off about not being in the Chappie episode. Yeah, I sent Josh a text asking particularly to be in that one, and Tyler just cut me out in favor of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty beat up about it. Somehow I became the scapegoat in this. We all know Tyler. We all know. I've never seen Chappie. Oh, wow, oh you my. missed out. I've never seen to the podcast. Either. It'll yeah. ruin it. I won't. <laughs> and then Patrick's here as usual. Hi, everybody. Big big alien okay. fan that went and saw Prometheus initially. Yep, She's I did this. Big alien. And, uh, and liked it right away, right? Yeah, when I came out of the theater, I really liked it. Good okay. Man. And then uh, I'm Josh. I was a huge alien fan, am a huge alien fan, and I did not like Prometheus when I came out of the theater. And uh, I suppose that that will be the launch pad into most of this is going to be lampooning Prometheus, which is more fun than just sitting around talking about how fantastic Alien is, even though I'm sure some people have some critique of Alien, which is fine. Um, The biggest problem with Prometheus is that it doesn't make any sense. Like, top to bottom, it doesn't make any freaking (laughs) sense. So, uh, I wonder, I wonder... (laughs) Uh, and, you know, we don't have anything terribly new to contribute to the conversation. People have been, you know, when we left the room after watching it, we were watching a, a video on YouTube about Prometheus, and every related video was like, explaining Prometheus. We figured out Prometheus. Prometheus explained the top questions of Prometheus, which, you know, leaves one to assume you didn't make a movie that made any freaking sense if everyone has to sit around and try to figure out what the heck you were saying about your daggum movie. I mean... You ain't David Lynch, Ridley Scott. <laughs> make a movie that makes less learned. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you guys that actually liked or liked the movie, what do you have to say for yourselves? <laughs> All right, here's my defense. I w- I saw it. Wait, 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 Patrick. Yeah. You you liked Prometheus? When I came out of the theater, I liked it. Yeah, I was okay. surprised everybody didn't like it. You should and, be. And you should still be. Right. <laughs> and right now you're you're about to make a defense for Prometheus? I'm not. I'm going to say I'm going to tell you tell you my journey of where I came from. Okay. Let me, let me let tell us the story. <laughs> I'm excited. Patrick, I'm excited. Right. Let's all get comfortable. Right, Let's yeah. listen to this. Here we go. Revival. So, like Liam, I was super excited because Ridley Scott's coming back cuz I I loved the first movie. Still love the first movie. And Ridley Scott is great. He has done some incredible movies. So I was very he's excited. A, he's got a nice filmography, some some definitely uh, worthwhile contributions in there. Right, and the trailer looked great. It was all those big sounds. I agree with that. Yeah. That, trailer yeah. that trailer was, that trailer was yeah. tight. And Actually, the, um, the cast 
was awesome, right? Peter, oh, yeah. you with me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that you guys must have been all about that trailer. Like, if you had seen Alien in the past, and then you saw the trailer for Prometheus, you'd probably be pretty stoked, Because right? they cut a exactly. trailer that was clearly oh, a, yeah. a deliberate homage to the Alien right. trailer. Because yeah. you yeah. thought you were getting Aliens. No, they cut a whole movie that is clearly <laughs> a deliberate right. homage to Alien. They tried to cut well, a whole okay, movie. Okay, b- before we get into that, Patrick, tell us. So yeah, continue with me on my journey. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so then we go to see Prometheus, and we went to a super nice theater in Portland, Cinetopia. And we were watching it, and what I loved about it was I loved all the characters. Uh, Michael Fassbender was a great, you know, bishop robot guy. And the visuals and the look of the movie I thought was great. I thought the suits looked cool and the colors and all. It was just a really cool-looking movie. So in that atmosphere, I was like, oh, man, this is super fun. And then as we were walking out, we were laughing about, you know, when you do the quick critiques, oh, that was super fun, but what about this or what about that? To my surprise, other people said that was garbage because of the questions when the questions were a back thought to me because it just looked so cool. Mm -hmm. And then on the way home, I thought more about the questions and then that, you know, flooded the good thoughts. And then over the last three years. Yeah. And it has continued to grow. I think that typically a movie if you leave a movie and you have nothing to think about that's an indication that that movie is either boring or they just resolved everything you know what i'm saying i don't know i think that when i left prometheus i kept thinking about it i kept thinking about the end what what it was all about i think that's a good thing that's like a plus you kept thinking about it because you had no idea what you just yeah. saw okay it was you a guys mess. should elaborate yeah. on what specifically okay. you're oh, confused cool. about no, and no, if you're right. just Happy gonna to. like yeah, list the questions josh yeah well okay. the well here's the thing I'm with Peter in that, you know, you should be haunted by a movie or or at least it's nice to be haunted by a movie and it's a movie certainly doesn't have to wrap everything up in a nice neat little package. In fact, a movie can deal with a tremendous amount of ambiguity and still be really good. This story was so messy with so many holes blown all in the dang thing that I'm constantly going like, well, wait, wait, what? What in the world? To yeah. where I can't even connect the pieces to make any sense of it. <coughs> and before, you know, we, you just start listing the litany of those big holes. I think that the biggest problem is that, you know, Ridley Scott, I don't know if you, how many of you guys know this, but he actually was contracted and tasked to make an Alien prequel. And it was going to be called... Uh, I think at one point it was like Alien Paradise, and then it became Alien Engineers, and then it became Prometheus. In fact, the Alien Anthology Blu-ray box that I have has a little note from Ridley Scott, like, I'm working on another Alien movie right now. It's going to be so great. Get hyped, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't believe this, because the Alien franchise had obviously taken a, a bit of a plunge, and everyone was so stoked that this guy came back. And then about, I don't know, half a year before we saw anything from the movie, there was suddenly all this talk about like, oh, he says it's not really an alien movie anymore. And everyone's going, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, what is What are we signing up for? I basically for? watched yeah. Alien again. It's like, what? No. What? Well, then what are you making? And he was like, well, it's kind of in the universe of Alien. And we got this guy from Lost to do a rewrite on the script. And then right away, you're going, well, that's this is that's a bad idea. And then we yeah. started celebrating. <laughs> and then so there's a big seriously. divide in this room over Damon Lindelof. Yeah, it was, most of us love Lost. Well, the so the problem is, it's like 
it went through the script went through some revisions and i i read the original script in its entirety which would have made a fantastic movie yeah. but it's yeah. like they wanted to draw themselves out of the alien thing and just have some residual alien on them but in reality what it looks oh. like they did was just take one yeah. hand out enough to where it didn't make any sense at all so well let's just start with this what are they doing what is the point of what is the what is David's motivation? What the heck is he after? Why does he know how to operate <laughs> all the engineers' machinery just by taking a glance at it and then suddenly he can read their language and program their code? I think he watched yeah, him do it. There. He watched the holograms do it. Was, it was supposed to be explained, I think, in the beginning where he's studying. And he's watching old movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lawrence, <laughs> no, Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia. Arabia helps he, there's there's a lot to be learned key. for movies. Yeah. He looks yeah. at he looks at some like fiber optic snot and goes, interesting or something like that. And he's like, well, if my calculations on this snot are right, then yeah. I know this whole language. Right. Then he opens up a door. Yeah. There's this goo that we still don't know what the heck that goo is the or what it goo? does. It's no. a weapon of some kind, yeah. but it doesn't do anything consistent with anything or yeah. anyone. It mm-hmm. kind of does. Hold does, on a second. What are you talking about? Does the black goo create the n- not really xenomorph thing oh let's address one thing at a time you're you're saying <laughs> that your big thing was that how did he know how to you know operate all that's this not machinery? my big thing okay <laughs> not a big thing one of the things yeah it's early one of on many. in the movie he's like studying all of the you know archaeology yeah, yeah. Like years studying, yeah, years studying two okay. years studying i understand that and i understand that he's a sophisticated robot but he takes one glance yeah. at like a wall carving Electric and it was like, and he tries this must once. be the code to right. open this door. For all you know, it's like Speak press friend and enter to unlock. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you think that's what why, it says. Why don't they communicate say. anything about that to the audience? You know, well, what, do you, what should he say? A little huh, bit of exposition goes a long way okay, with something now, like that. That's, it's funny to it, hear that for, coming from you. That no, now you want no, the exposition. No. Well, what was because, he supposed to say? Because no, a, a be. movie with this amount of ambiguity owes the audience a certain level of exposition in order for us to track with the thing. If that was it, I would have just been like, well, that was weird. And then I would have forgot about it. Yeah. But what on and on and on him? through the movie. What? Do you want him to turn to the camera and say, oh. No, Here's I wanted someone button. to say, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I, I think I button. understand how to read this because... If Wait, I mean, he well, just gather did that from say, what happened? I know how to talk to them because I've been studying for two years. So, but like, I think you're meant yeah, to draw out of that, like, he's been studying, am, like, linguistics yeah. and written But it's just language. such... Hey, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's poor it's writing. Well, this is just one little... Sure. Th- let's not get hung up on this thing. That's a nitpick in a long line of nitpicks. Right. So they go into this room. The black goo is the biggest question mark ever yeah. because it's like... Oh. It turns worms into penis cobras. It like, <laughs> okay. It, it, if you drink no. it, you create a population of creatures on a planet right. somehow. Um, well, if hold on. Right. Why don't we talk if, about the overarching? If you story. put it in someone's beverage, they have a squid baby <laughs> and get a worm in their eye. Yeah, right. Because uh, lesson learned: that the xenomorph that exists only at the end of the movie is already carved into the wall of that chamber. If that's the first xenomorph that's ever existed, why do the engineers already know that it's yeah. a thing and have it carved into well, the no wall? Did they say I, I don't think point the that that's one. the first one. Yeah. That, Where I don't think that was that? the idea. Of I, I assume that from the, the very end. Very, it was very much very implied end. that that's like the final reveal of the movie is like, and here's the real alien from so. Alien. That's what I got. The perfect weapon is in fact the alien, right? Like it kills in death. That's why. Ash is the, says the first thing. one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what Ash says in the, in the yeah the very first one. But when you 
but yeah, even still, like going into the the whole temple with with the goo, they've they've got the the ant the creature up there. It's like, well, wait a second, how did they know they were going to be making this? Like that so, didn't yeah, make sense. I think yeah, we're I think jumping too far ahead. Wh- okay, why don't we talk about the overarching story? Right, it's like. In the movie Alien, what was the story? It's like they're flying through space. Here we go. They're they hear no, they hear a beacon. It's one scene. They land there, <laughs> then an alien attacks them. Seriously, one scene. Oh my the God. aliens trying to kill them. The rest of the movie. Then the movie ends. Girl escapes. Like no backstory, no exposition, nothing. That it's just like the you, best right? claustrophobic like a, horror movie of all right. time. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. It was great in that sense. But in terms of like science fiction, in terms of like getting you to think about extraterrestrial life, like implications on humanity. Because, but you can't possibly be suggesting that Prometheus does any of those things successfully. Yes, it does. Okay, now let me give what? you the overarching story and tell me if you disagree. I disagree. Okay, yeah, already <laughs> you're wrong. Humans are search. You know, we're at on Earth. Humans are searching through. You know, archaeological digs find out this stuff that there's this planet. Uh, you know, the solar system. There's mm-hmm. aliens that get live to the there, black right? Goo. Get to the, the point black is, goo. then they. Yeah. F- well, no, I, I don't want to get to the black goo. They fly <laughs> well, there. <laughs> turns out Neither it's a we. military base, right? And yeah. then that's. Why they all die? They get infected. Whatever. This was sure. like no, no. Know, wait. Why? Why did they all die? Why was that? Why was the hologram of them running down the hall and one of them falling in front of the door where the weapon is and getting its head cut off? That's supposed to be your magical exposition. You but, didn't get that from the the very convenient hologram. Did, did you really think that during the movie? Because during the movie, I was like, oh, it must be. I, I yeah, you're right that there's some discontinuity, but. When I watched it the first time, I was just like, yeah, you know, must no. somehow... The well, I didn't think that, that that second that right. I'm so cynical that the moment I saw it, I'm like, this better make sense in two seconds. Right. But you're, they're giving you these little pieces and you're holding on to them and being like, oh, cool, that was neat. Now I'm waiting for this. I'll put it here. And then they give you another package and you're like, cool, that's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I'll put it over here and wait for yeah. that. And then at the end of the movie, you just got a mm-hmm. stack of boxes all around you and being like, well, we never opened any of these. So, But I think it's some of that is revealed and I think the rest of it is kind of up to you as the viewer to start piecing the whole story no together. it's like, not it's up to freaking Lindelof oh to God. tell me what he's <laughs> called yeah, if that's you want not something fair. spelled yeah. out there's a little movie series called Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah and exactly it seriously <laughs> nice, no it leaves nice some stuff to the magic point break not some stuff Everything. All the most important pieces yeah. of this movie are not explained by the okay. movie it's All poor right, storytelling you guys were kind of criticizing the fact that you know uh, the girl runs into the or the alien. The footage shows the the guy who gets decapitated right. is running back into the room where the black goo is that could theoretically be killing him. Right? Well, Alien One. If you think about it, girl runs into the ship. Right? And then she like leaves because the to go get the cat, and then comes back. The point is, if someone was watching this footage, it would look weird. Right? It's like. You don't know what happened on those last that's, minutes. Like that's a true. bunch of exactly chaos could have happened. You could, you could, so you're saying it could have been any situation. Maybe that's he did forget his wallet. He forgot his yeah, wallet. No, no joke. Yeah. I mean, Maybe we don't know. That's the point. I mean, to yeah. get caught his up on these cat. like, oh, they're running in here and they're pet running in there. We get an overarching because it's, idea. It's not insignificant. It it becomes one of the most important pieces of the movie. That, that's how they get the head. That's how they learn that like something's infected this thing. That's like what's causing all this cellular disruption that yeah. made its head blow up. And that's how where they get the DNA from and learn that it matches the human DNA. If you're going to connect all those pieces with a plot point like that, it, it'd be nice to understand why that plot point exists. And we have no idea. It, it could be that he was trying to run back into what was some sort of control center. It's just kind of weird yeah. that the door malfunctioned on him like that. Or well, maybe, the, some, uh, hey, maybe they were running from him. Because when they, the head, when it was on. on the table, when they brought it back, 
they injected whatever it was that made it come to life and it started kind of like going nuts maybe it's like a zombified you know, well, big alien, and he's movies, running right? after them, <laughs> and they're running away, and they close the door on him. In, in my opinion, the most frustrating part of exposition came at the end when the robot was just giving us the answers that he discovered off off screen somewhere on his own exploration, and he just somehow magically understood everything, and he thinks, oh, well, of course they're trying to destroy Earth. Why They created something, now they want to destroy it. He's just, wait, where wait, did you get we, that idea? We were all figuring this out together, yeah. though, right? No, we I mean, weren't. he came in, he saw the No, because even um, Guy Pierce had answers somehow, mysteriously, that none of us knew. Guy Pierce. Because you mean Guy Pierce wearing that rubber <laughs> Richard yeah, Nixon mask? That looked like that. CG. That what was was why, so did, why did we hire Guy Pierce? No, that, that Dude, has to be. It's just so bizarre. We were, we were resting so much storyline on what the robot just somehow magically determined at the end of the movie when and they're like she's asking a question he's like you don't know obviously it's he was, like how in the world did we get there he was holding it in he found out when he first went over there he opened the hologram found out all that information he came back told the old man he wasn't saying anything to anybody, right? Well, how yeah, about he this? kept it in, because and then once the old man died, he's like, "I don't care." This we is people strolling onto no, the screen, yeah. and even the captain of the of the ship Prometheus was like, "This was a military outpost." It's like. We weren't around when he discovered that. He just kind of strolled in yeah. and very conveniently. And terrible <laughs> American <laughs> accent. Totally I think you're, all, like, you're taking all this no, stuff we as like gospel that the characters are saying, and I think a lot of it is guesses. So I think that's a guess of his that it was a military. Yeah, outpost. and that's fine. Like, he came in, grabbed the, his like fellow guys who were dying. He saw all the stuff we saw. You know, it's like. It, it makes sense. It, you could intuit why that. Was, yeah. Why was David such a bag of butts in the first place? If, <laughs> he's he's, if he lacks the Wayland. capacity to That's be true. malicious, why is? but why does Waylon want him to go around purposefully throwing black goo in people's eyeballs? I mean, David is supposed to be the sophisticated robot, and he chooses the most inopportune time to put his finger in this guy's drink. Yeah, that was funny. He's, he's standing away from foley. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, uh, for a second, I was like, "Did he see it?" And this was yeah. like they were like agreeing right. that they were gonna do this, and he was yeah. like, "It's too hard for the cinematographer." Like he could have done it like when he like he and he held his finger out the whole time he was holding the cup think, and the bottle, and then right at the end when he pours the drink, he just puts his finger on the bottle and then puts it in the drink. I'm like, you could have put your finger in that glass at any point. Kind of like an well, he's an android. That guy, because like, that guy's sitting there making fun of him drunk. And he's yeah, like, he's yeah. drunk. But exactly. He's like, get ready. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. But, but David can't be vindictive. Well, I think he's not he's programming. He's Honestly, doing it on, yeah. I mean, maybe this is that's a what, No, that's what makes less sense is not why he decided to put his finger in the drink at that moment. <laughs> it's why did he decide to put his finger in the drink? Why did he poison him at all? There's no Wayland explanation. Maybe, no, yeah. maybe he's, told him to. Does he just what? want to find out what yes. happens to humans? when they, Is that yeah. like David no. just knows this? No, because he said you need to, to make something happen. And he said... Who, and who, he, yeah. he knows that she's going to have... Yeah, he said yeah, try harder. harder. That was his directive. So oh, he tried yeah. to find why, a way to do it. But why is trying harder killing this guy who inspired the trip? Who's going to have sex with the girl? Give him the good Wait a minute. Everyone calm down a second. Let me get this straight. David goes into that room and puts on the Tron helmet to talk to Waylon while he's sleeping in a pill, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and as he's got that Tron helmet on, he's like, so here's the deal, Pops. There's this snot in there, and I think maybe it turns worms into cobra penises. That's kind of the theory I'm working with right now. I brought some back. 
And Waylon's <laughs> no, like, he here's what you got to do, man. You need to try harder. You need to get that in somebody's drink because that person might have sex with somebody else, which might make a squid baby, which might then impregnate one of the engineers if it gets on the ship. And that might make the alien from the next no, movie. That the ultimate no, weapon, no, yes. That's, not yes, that that's exactly that what the old man wants. Well, he that's was saying, exactly. perfect plan. He was try, saying yeah. you need to try harder because we don't know what the black goo does. Maybe that is the drink of the gods. Yeah. Put it in somebody and see what happens. Because that's yeah, why he was that's there. That's right. He's uh, searching for help. What are you doing defending that, this dude, thing? Patrick, you're I'm, my man. I'm just saying. Man. That, does, that <laughs> might make sense. Peter. Hey, listen. fix the black Here's the fountain of fury. Here's theory. Guys, our audience doesn't want to hear us all yelling over each other. We're going to have to give each other space. Okay. Let me ask Peter this. When you're, when they were, I'm with you on some of this stuff. I think they're being a little too critical, right? Linda Law so. gave us some quality in there. <laughs> <laughs> so many okay. bizarre pieces have to fall oh. into place for this plan to make any sense at all. No, no, no. It was just trial. There was no plan. It yeah, wasn't the, like, the let's see if we can get this squid. Let's just see what happens. Just put black exactly. stuff well, in the Well, the plan man. was so, for Waylon to be wait, like David. Young. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just say Wayland. I would say the overarching plan is for Wayland to like find a way to put in like cryo because he was aging and he wanted to become immortal. So So he was there to steal like life. David, this sophisticated robot who learns over the course of two years to speak a language that no human knows how to speak and, and to solve these codes and everything. He is so reckless that he brings something that if he can figure out that door code, certainly he can figure out that this is a dangerous, infectious contagion. He brings it onto the ship where Wayland is, infects mm. somebody with it, just to see what's going to happen. Because Wayland said, "Try harder." Wayland did cryo sleep. At that point, they think it's like a good thing. Like they're after. Wouldn't it be more fortuitous for him to, I don't know, study it in that giant laboratory that yeah. he's got? It was a thing. nice lab, like a he tiny little bit to the lab. He was looking at it. That's why he but started he with like even, a tiny he, bit instead of He didn't of even like, look at it under a microscope. He, he looked at it on his freaking fingertip. Well, he's, he's not a, he's he's a not robot. A his eyes are microscopes. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's a good he point. He got microscope <laughs> eyes. Hey, uh, uh, seriously, it's a good call. I don't know if this sounds crazy, but it sounds like they were sort of implying that um, David was like a more sophisticated AI than even everyone was used to, right? Because they were like, you know, even the guy was like making a joke like, oh, they're making you pretty close, and he's like, "Yeah, hopefully not too close." Like the whole time, you have this feeling like they're being kind of dicks to this dude, mm-hmm. and it almost seems like he can, you know, he feels it, and he's like offended by it. And even the well, guy, the main that's uh, fine, that's fine. CEO says for this like podcast. he's as close to to be my, you know, as close as he can to be my son or whatever, right. you know, that whole line. So I'm. But I mean the the so Wayland the Wayland androids have been a staple of the franchise yeah. since the first mm-hmm. movie. They're right. in every movie, yeah. mm-hmm. and the and the nature of how like close they are has always been one of those kind of like are they aren't they right. Mm-hmm. right. And every spoiler alert, <laughs> uh, the greatest Alien movies have the psych out where you're other th- you know, well no I, the greatest al- two Alien movies have the psych out where you're like oh that. That's a uh, android, uh, you know, yeah. an alien. It happens at the end, and aliens. It happens pretty, pretty uh, near the beginning. Yeah. But the oh, scene where Bishop is doing the knife movies. between his fingers. And in four, yeah. And in four. So the yeah, exactly. Why don't a writer <laughs> turn out to be a robot? When their own. Uh, um, yeah. 
but you know, I I dig it. I dig that that was an element of. I think Michael Fassbender's performance is one of the best sure. parts of the whole definitely movie. Yeah. I think whoever put him in flip flops was a genius. Seriously, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Who <laughs> 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 is this Weasley robot? I know, just flapping around the ship in his flip flops. But he was so like robotic about it somehow. That's what was great. So he's a robot. But well, not really. So all that to say, I'll buy the. Is he isn't he like sentient thing? You right. know what I mean? But uh, it, it's it explains it, his malice potentially. You know, po- like potentially, but it doesn't explain his motive. Well, it's all, at all. It's all Wayland's his motive. motive. No, was, yeah. because he's out to get Wayland no, because too. She, she asked him like, "What are you gonna do like when like Wayland dies? You're gonna be free?" And he's like, "Yes." And he gives him her that whole line about like parents dying and like I so know so I, like yeah, he's under Wayland's control until somehow Wayland's gone right but if, if so he, wait, you think he wants he has the, the plan to co- fire to kill Wayland he has the cognitive recogn- you know the cognitive recognition to understand that he wants to orchestrate Wayland's very elaborate death because you know presumably whatever he says to this you know this g- guy that looks like Vin Diesel mixed with an egg like <laughs> whatever he says to the engineer ticks him off and then he mm-hmm. starts wrecking everybody up mm-hmm. and so David's in on this too David's out to get every freaking body yeah. and if he if David knows that he wants to kill Wayland and he knows how to do it he's orchestrating this big plan but still he feels trapped he feels like he has to do what Wayland says until he carries out this elaborate plan to have Wayland yeah, killed that doesn't, doesn't make work. any sense well, I don't think he's trying to get Wayland killed like well are we are we going off deleted scenes here as well? Uh, no, I, I didn't know. Yeah. That was, <laughs> let's, let's get That's crazy. That's not canon. Deleted yeah. scenes were removed from Deli- the In the deleted scene, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen it for a while, but if you'll remember, like, he turns to him and says something about how like, when he says that to the engineer, it's something along the lines of like, this man wants to become a god or wants to live forever, like something like that. And then oh. that's when the engineer freaks out. So he's not like, hey, could you please just kill this guy? I'm, but I'm either way, if, if that... If we did canonize that scene, the you know, the insinuation still could be that David is after sabotaging Wayland. Uh, you have enough in that pre-scene where he's talking about you know, doesn't everyone want their parents dead? Well, I wonder if because when the when the engineer's head explodes, David makes that little aside like, oh, I get mortal after all. So I wonder if maybe he's going into that knowing that he's only ever going to disappoint his dad. Because they don't no, actually have the secret of immortality, so he's like, huh. "Well, then I may as well just put him out of his rickety old misery." Rickety. Good point. Rickety. Or he could just yeah. Guy Pierce could just take off that plastic oh, mask yeah. and, and actually be thirty-five, like he obviously was. I think the fact that we're having these like intellectual conversations about exactly what no, the I implications agree. of the robot are and what he's thinking. I mean, that's no, what makes no, this we're movie not. awesome. Are, no, we're talking about, about. We're confused. It's, we're explaining no. it to you very thoroughly. It's not about. <laughs> intelligence of the robot and what he might have been his, his intentions were it's that we have no idea what it's all speculation he's, he's, that's he's yeah, not good all friends. speculation no, it's not. we're talking it through we don't, we we don't think he knew what he was doing we certainly don't what the heck you guys still lost all right, keep let's, going. Let, yeah. let's sketch this, this out hey, there's so many sense. things let that me, make fun of with this movie I, I think this is not let one me, of them let me yeah, move to something else we can talk about some other stuff so Hardcore, you know, tattooed geologist man with the Love mohawk. That guy. I hate that guy. Let's, let's just yeah, talk about him for just a second. He's a butthole. He hates yeah. everybody because everyone in Prometheus is either just a piece of crap jerk or they're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Other than uh, Idris Elba, who's the captain of the ship, he's yeah. the only redeemable character in the entire movie. 
Well, and his two little crew members. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're, 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 they're a so non-event. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, this geologist that hates everybody from second one, he's a skeptical, he's a butthead, but he knows rocks. He knows how to map. He's got this system that can map the entire system. I mean, these, you know, what did he call them? Puppies. Pups. Pups. Pups that can map the entire, sh- what turns out to be a ship down there. Uh, he still manages to get lost, even though he has the ship piped into his helmet. And at one point, the biologist says, we're at these coordinates. Right. You yeah. know your coordinates, and you right. can't have them tell you how to get out. They're like, where are we? Did we go well, And he references way? his wrist console earlier to find sure. the way. So they go and they hang out in this chamber with the black goo where the biologist and we can talk about him next because he yeah, makes even less sense uh-huh. he gets in you know they both get it from the penis cobra and then the all of a sudden later on in the movie a door opens on the ship and this geologist is folded over backward on himself just mm-hmm. laying there yeah Fully someone yeah. walks Standard. up to him yeah. and then this the camera shows the person looking at him camera moves back he's no longer folded on himself and he's just standing up straight now yep. we don't see his legs buckle back over nope. he's just all of a sudden mm-hmm. straightened out up. now he is a like zombie. mix between a gourd and a zombie <laughs> yeah. and he wants to kill everybody he's a zombie that, pumpkin, that explains the guy running away from potentially black zombie good Pumpkin, yeah, right. uh, no, but that is such a tremendous amount of presumption on your part. We don't know anything about. He got black goo on. Yeah, oh, no, he, he got, got a little bit more than the other acid. Guy. He got he bought penis cobra acid. No, no, no. We <laughs> we know about <laughs> um, We know about the geologist. Yeah. You're you're just assuming that your wild theory about the running engineers is correct. We don't know if they had any exposure to anything. We just Especially see them run and fall down. That room was cold and there was no black goo when the guy got decapitated in there. Well, we know it no, had black goo because his head exploded, right? When they put the electricity yes. into it? Yes, exactly. Right. Infected but we don't, know, infected. we don't know that anyone was running from him or why he was he running tripped. back to That's the chamber. That's why he was the last his one. His head exploded no. because he Didn't was infected? He why well, was he used yeah, because I mean, it was that same reaction. The black veins. I thought it was just because they... No, because char- char- no, they, they were trying to pull to back on, on that. The, whatever wow. they were injecting him, the they were pulling the guy it back. And at the beginning in the waterfall, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But which was spectacular. That was a why? Yes, scene. that which intro was, was just, great. It's just it's confusing. What's that guy doing at the beginning He's in the waterfall? starting humankind. At the beginning, it's not an infection. It's a good thing. It's not creating aliens. It's a ritual. But I think that's... Yeah. That was cool. So the beginning, like Ridley Scott has said... He's people like, ask him like, is, "Is that Earth? Was there? Was he creating humans?" And he's like, "Well, it's not necessarily." I think the the idea there is That's just to a give you like crap answer. <laughs> well, I think the, the the point of that is just to give you the idea that these guys are somehow creating life because that's what Wayland's out to steal. And it's like some sort of like yeah. religious. But ritual. I, I thought that how was many like different creatures have like a double helix DNA strand the way that we clearly see. Yeah, it has it has to be Earth, Earth right? Right. It well, have I mean, to be. it doesn't I mean, have to. Be. I think it was could Iceland. Be a, yeah, humans yeah, on some other. In their map, they're showing all those different planets that are like highlighted and That's stuff. That's fine. So they but why is this geologist folded backwards in front of the door, just laying there like a frog? Because he's going to get out of that good horror movie Splinter and decided to. Also yeah. That's it's, it's freaky weird. Oh, you, okay. I see. I remember that guy you're saying that got back to the ship all bent over. And he's just hanging out there. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to be gross and gory and a horror, right? But it doesn't match up with anything that happens to anyone no. else. We've never seen that same like so this guy, or similar stuff. He, he gets up zombified. He goes back to the ship and then he's like, well, I'll rest here. But before I do that, let me fold my ankles over my head and to my ears. He tricked yoga. He fell down. I don't think he was really thinking this through, Josh. I, think maybe I don't think I the writer was thinking this through. Either way, he Why just knocks out like six guys uh, and they, he's unshootable. He's unfireable. 
somehow they just like stop him. But yeah, for whatever the reason, You're he's right. got this monster in him, and he just wants to go ballistic on everybody, and no one can stop him. And yeah, I mean, there's right. inconsistent right. great action scene. Yeah, we don't even yeah, know if he has a he, monster in him, or he's there's well, nothing he's, alien at all. It's just, just he's an enraged. We zombie. don't know got, what like, the black goo does. Right. It Why does, does the engineer drink the black goo and dissolve, completely right. seeding a planet with well, his DNA? We were speculating that that was similar. We didn't, we didn't yeah. say that that for sure is the same thing. But see, that that's, that's the problem. what you're just doing is you're going through the movie with a broom for the writer and being like, that didn't make any sense, but it could be anything. And then you're going up to the next thing and be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But hey, if you wanted to, you could explain it with a crazy, wild, elaborate explanation that's not in the movie. Here, sweep that over here. <laughs> that's what you're doing right now. It's clearly the black goo. It does the. It looks just like the black goo. It does the exact same thing the black goo does. And then, yeah. just like like motor oil and Coca-Cola yeah. look the same, we're gonna no, assume no. it's gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, the camera zooms in on it, and it's doing that weird like magnetized yeah. liquid yeah. metal thing. You have no reason to think. Then it's the not camera the black goo. does an allusion to it. The first time we see the black goo on the lid of the vase, yeah, it's, it's doing, doing the, the exact same, same thing. thing to give us a visual indicator. And the head, this is what you yeah. saw. Yeah, at the they retrieve is does exactly the same thing as the guy in the waterfall. Like yeah. dissolves and like the DNA like deconstructs well, and that like clearly looks like scotland for a reason <laughs> <laughs> hey man why no, y'all that's laughing solid. that's earth that's solid oh that's no, like the point. isle of sky it's yeah man right. see, okay it's, there's no reason to think it's not earth and there's no reason right. to think that's totally. not the black goo and but all the, the stuff is like but the point is you're, you're, it's I think capable you're of creating human life then that's it's capable fine. of creating wiener monsters it's <laughs> capable of making someone a zombie it's capable of why? What I, but what why? do you mean? Why is it never consistent with any of the things it does? If this is like the problem, so this for all intents and purposes, the black goo replaces the xenomorph in this right. movie. No, kind of. so we don't. No, no, why no, can't we a, know what its, it's not, purpose is? It's you, like the exposure is inconsistent. There's like one guy mm-hmm. who gets a tiny drop of it and ingests it. Like another guy gets it sprinkled on his face. The first guy is a complete. Can you talk species. in your microphone? Because that's we can. a good Sorry, point. I'm, <laughs> I'm counting on my fingers and waving my microphone around as I do <laughs> with the hand that's holding the mic. But so the first guy gets like a drop of it in his drink. Second guy gets it like spritzed on his face. Wait, we, his whole face gets splashed. Yeah. Like he, yeah, it falls. No, down. he got. That was oh, no, that's right. That's the right. By the blood of like the wean monster. He's he drinks a different it. Species. He drinks it. Yeah. yeah. The other engineer had his head chopped off. Got it like sprayed on his face somehow. So there's like Man, there's different you're things killing happening. It. You're killing it. I'm just saying it's not like the it's not the same like recipe every time where it's like oh you got like pricked on the finger so now but you're why is it alien. no but it, it I would buy that if it was like. Well, it dissolved one guy and another guy. It kind of warped and broke down and turned into something. But it's like one guy, it dissolves completely. And he, be, yeah. he seeds a planet with mm-hmm. his DNA. Mm-hmm. Another guy's head explodes. Well, Those two things I could buy. But then it's like another person becomes zombie monster with squash head. And, you know, I know we don't want to focus on this, but the even the premise for Prometheus, he was turning into a, a xenomorph in the script. They they even shot a version that looked like oh, that. Oh, the, the tattoo which, guy did? Yeah, which makes even less sense. No, because it's implied right. at the end that the xenomorph comes from the human and engineer squid, squid monster. monster baby time. I don't think so. I think that's like one of them, but I think, like we said before, it's obviously in that mural in like their altar area, so they've they know it exists. It's like oh, so that's like the so highest form somehow, of the black goose. Evolution somehow is always a xenomorph. Yeah, it's like the xenomorph is coming out of the black goose. So somehow that is 
it takes different forms depending on the species. So like a worm sure. turns into like that's penis canon, monster. Right? Right. Look at Alien oh, yeah. Three because that was like an alien dog, right? It that was. was a different but kind that, of shape. That just the premise there is that whatever the face hugger, uh, you know, latches that's itself onto, yeah. that it makes it kind of takes on the genetic makeup. Let's of talk that about thing. that that's for a moment because if this is the ship that they find an alien, because this it obviously isn't. is it's a not. prequel, it can't be because the guy is right. in no, the, it's not. There's no right. in that. Well, then right. where was that ship? Well, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's, in the that's same a system. huge That's another issue. problem because this doesn't take place on the sel- same planet. This is like LV-234 uh-huh, and on yeah. the beginning of Alien, it's like 236. Yeah. Okay, so, so they're, they're in the same, same, same system. system. In the this original is a, script. This is, a pre- this is a prequel to the idea of the story, not the actual story of Alien. And it's, but it's, so and it's cool. not a prequel by much. It's only a prequel by like 29 years. Like, so, which doesn't seem but, long enough. But that's still a prequel. In the origi- it's well, a yeah. 426. LV 426 okay. is an alien, and they clearly mm. say that this is not that. But it's like, you see LV and some numbers, and sure. in my head I was going, cool, we're going same, back to the same, same planet. system, yeah. Uh, but then it's not, if you pay it, you know, if you do the digging or whatever, or just pay I attention. But why isn't it? It doesn't make any sense that this ship, it... it it just boggles my mind it that they so, they so put the engineer in the chair. Yeah. They have the the yeah, ship fly up and right. then crash, and then they're just like, oh, they, but they got him out of the chair and said, yeah. we need him to go get into one last fight. Right. But what's so confusing to me is that somehow they determined that on this planet they they created this military outpost where they could experiment with this black goo and and see what they could develop for weaponry. You're telling me that on the next planet over. There was another guy doing the exact same thing, no, with slightly crash, different. Not that was even a crash ship, and they said they had way more ships. So not even the exact same thing because on the plant on LV four two six, they don't have black goo at all. They've got eggs, eggs full yeah, of face huggers. huggers. So, what, so in the cargo hold, what, I, what they've got these other ships, <laughs> but what are the, how do they have the, these, these aliens? We don't on know. Their ships? Well, I mean in. So when they when they land on when in Prometheus, Idisawa I brings the the Prometheus into the valley. You see that the settlement that they go to isn't the only one. There's like a long right. line of mm. them. So presumably each of them has, has its, its own, own black goo and ship situation. Because it's it's because it's it's a military well, planet more yeah. than just one single base. I think. Right, and, and again, I mean, I'm defending it, and it sounds nonsense. Uh, right, it's because you're like, mouth. we're convincing you, and you're like, yeah. man, what was I thinking? No, hey, not at all, Peter. But hold How on about a second. But we know that they were all leaving oh. to Earth with all those weapons, so we or know for that fact one yeah. dome. Was right, that particular one. Right. Like the others could be going so, to yeah. other planets where maybe. they seeded life, and they were like, hey, you know what? We done messed up. Let's start from scratch. I mean, it's all it's all because of engineer Jesus, am I right? They wanna they wanna go and blow up this planet that they made. We yeah. don't know why. It's because of yeah. Jesus. That's fine. But God, why does engineer Jesus? Why does the you guys don't know about engineer Jesus? <laughs> no, oh, about surely how, you know about this. About how Jesus was almost in that the was, that was really Scott's like original idea was yeah that, he was gonna have because they say like 2,000 years ago like all this yeah. stuff, like, oh yeah there was the outbreak that happened oh yeah they did say 2,000 years yeah. yeah his original script was that the engineers send one of their emissaries to earth who is who Jesus, is Jesus. And, and that we was all kill him be and it. the engineers get mad and want to come back and uh, destroy us which oh, interesting imagine well, that kid, story the point is this is all great right I mean no let me no it's not great that is not the point not at all series before this was like there was nothing left to the imagination, right? No, no, that's like not true. Oh so let me make, let me make a, a movement back over to Alien, which is just 
not only just a fantastic movie in and of itself, yeah. it's Sorry. so far superior what? to everything about Prometheus in every way yes. that it just it baffles me that Ridley Scott being... The, I, I understand what it's like to be so far... Or I don't understand what it's like. I can imagine what it's like to be so far removed from a movie and want to do something different. But Alien has these elements of ambiguity and mystery that are wonderfully realized in the movie and you're like cool and you're fine with it why what is the in in alien it's called the space jockey uh, affectionately titled the, what ends up being the engineer the giant guy mm-hmm. with the mask on or turns out to be a mask you assume that's just his face what is this ship why is he there clearly an alien we find out later an alien must have burst out of him he got impregnated with a face hugger at some point because mm-hmm. his bones were exploded but what were they doing there why do they have all those eggs was that meant to happen i mean clearly the company's after something so it must have been a weapon but but why and why was there only one guy why is he so much bigger and none of those things are the point because they don't propel the the necessary elements of the plot you're given all you need to be like I guess I put it together. I mean, if the company wants it, it's a weapon. Maybe these guys were after the same thing. We don't need to know who the space jockey is yeah, to understand that. And they just these guys are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. The, the equation is quite simple. This thing gets on you, and you get seated with this creature. Yep. But arguably, yeah, all that stuff you said at first where they see this big alien space jockey, they're looking at this planet, all that stuff's like the most interesting part of Alien. No, the no, bo- no, I mean, no, once no. the guy, like, once yeah. the alien's just going around killing them, it's like, yeah, this is cool, but it's not like, Whoa. in terms of sci-fi, it's just an alien sneaking around, no. killing I'll, I'll them. Peter, I'll go with you on this one, right? I mean, because up to that point, like, I mean, the mystery, I mean, like, the legend of Alien is amazing. Like, from, from the facehugger to, like, what is this thing? Oh, suddenly we realize it's acidic. Yep. We suddenly realize this is the ultimate weapon, and uh, was it the, the android realizes this? Yeah. And starts freaking out on everyone. So you have it's all these other layers to it. Which get which are very interesting. Then you have the whole the classic chest pump out scene, which has been parodied, yeah, for decades, and like that's all like tight. But then it just turns into like a monster. Like let's get out of here. Yeah, exactly. We got to get from away from this thing. No, that's yeah. the, it's a guy in a costume. That's the beauty exactly. of Alien because it's <coughs> taking. For all intents and purposes, Alien is a B-movie in the sense that it's guys running True. from an yep. alien True. on a no, ship. Up to that point. Up to that point but when the alien actually comes out. I right. Agree with but, you. but the beauty of it is is that that was from get-go. It was like we want to write one of those movies. Yeah. And they elevated it to something so much bigger and more grandiose by weaving in this mythology that now is one of the most iconic movie mythologies. And right. Obviously, Prometheus wouldn't even exist without it. And even the way that they execute the the you know the monster movie, the B movie, which is only the third act of the right. movie, is done in such a way, in such an influential way that like the the claustrophobia and the less is more, like sure. you only see it a couple of times, right. is like that was the movie that put all that stuff on the map, especially to the degree that it did. Uh, yeah. I mean, and when it when it came around, it was a huge blockbuster. It was a fun, like I remember my parents talking about, like, oh, I remember when that thing came out. It was like everyone had to go see it. It was so terrifying. Mm-hmm. So it it's always been treated like a horror movie. If you look up. You know, top ten horror movies of all time. Alien will always be on that list, but it, it's it's more than that because for the first hour of the movie, you're thinking, "Why is this a horror movie?" And like, you're seeing all this stuff that we're familiar with now. But Giger's like designs and all the like, you know, the biomechanical and penis-shaped things that are just everywhere were completely unseen in anything like that mm-hmm. ever before. 
then not to say nothing of the fact that every like shot in alien is like beautifully constructed the yeah. set design is just like i can't believe they built all this stuff it's just a mm -hmm. so amazing to look at as soon as prometheus comes along it's like clearly trying to hit all the same beats as aliens like they go to the planet there's like someone has an interaction with a scary thing out of an egg shape. The, the all hell breaks and the loose. egg are at exactly the same timestamp. They're both at th 34 minutes. Right. They even have a lot of the same lines and the same like, oh, they're ga gathered in the mess hall and there's some people who are upset. Between the two movies. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, actually that's what that. I noticed most about it. And I made a list. Okay. Let's yeah. see. You wanna, you wanna I was making one too. You want to go down the list? Yeah. So they both open with Awaking from Hypersleep. Which then they join together in a big meal. Uh, in Prometheus, you have Charlize Theron, who is mum, and Alien, you have constant references to mother, who's in charge. Right. So there's two mothers in charge. Uh, in both of them, there's an alternate secret objective that only reveals itself later in the film. Uh, in both films, you have a robot who looks human, who you can't trust, who is later beheaded and leaks fluid from its White mouth. fluid. Milk. Yeah. Milk, because that's uh, what he's drinking in <laughs> Alien the entire time. Um, <laughs> in each film, you have a expedition of people discovering a ship, and then through their visor, you hear them say, are you seeing this? Back to someone on board. Yeah. Uh, and both and of them... Both, they word it the same way. It's like, Nostromo, are you seeing yeah. this? Are Prometheus, you seeing this? are you seeing this? Right. Uh, in As both of them, you have this mysterious indoor rain that they like to stand under. Oh yeah, in oh, the yeah. ship. What is that about? I, I think it's, it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. What is that weird rain there. scene? It's like a their air conditioning unit. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh yeah. I was like when I watched so it, was like, no, that's, that's, that's my that's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes in sense. both of them, the you have control. that same layout of eggs, mm -hmm. uh, but in Prometheus, they're vases. Yeah, mm -hmm. vases. Th they looked expensive, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Okay, that's solid. Very delicate. Yeah. In both of them. You, you have someone saying of what they've discovered in the ship, saying it's opened up from the inside, almost like it exploded. They discover someone whose chest was exploded. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought it was great in the first Alien. For some reason, there's a cat running around, and in Jones. Prometheus, he's playing that weird um, accordion. Accordion, and she it's says so it weird. sounds like a dying cat. Mm -hmm. This had to have been right. Clearly, clearly, Easter egg. Acid in the mask. Uh, the whole quarantine thing was a huge parallel. Whereas she's where they're yeah, you can't get back on the ship. They're banging on infected. the door, shouting, "Open the door! It's an order." No, he's in quarantine. But unlike um, Ripley, <laughs> unlike Ripley, Charlize Theron actually torches the guy. Yeah, that inexplicably. Was I, uh, I mean, that's what you got to do. We gave this guy some poison. So now he's did. burned. Yeah, so His storyline came to an end. That was the Peter. right choice. Was, yeah, really it was totally the right line. choice. I was like, don't let him in like an alien. <laughs> but what's and so just bizarre like about Prometheus is that so this guy influenced everyone to go to this island, and then they burn him halfway through the movie, and that's it. He well, he's, no a, he's a drunk. He, he was done. He was, and let's Moving be real. He's the, he's the poor man's Tom Hardy anyway. Yeah, he was. They couldn't get Tom Hardy. Are they related? <laughs> they look a that lot alike. Also, that was a demonstration it. of flamethrowers, uh, and there was also self-destruction in each one. They set the self-destruction timer on the ship in Alien, and then, without any convincing, they flew their ship into another one in a kamikaze mission. Yeah, because he knew what was up. Yeah, he's uh, our homeboy. And at the end of both, there's a race to the escape pod, and each time they're frantically gathering oxygen tanks. It's in space. Why did this geologist 
tattoo man. Tattoo guy. This, now, or sorry, the not the biologist. Oh, the biologist. Now, this is the a man that guy. studies Glasses. in theory, among other things, animals and life forms and life. Yes. Right. Now he's experienced with the way, the nature of animals, dangerous animals, unknown life forms, and everything. You think he's terrified of a fossil. Someone right. says in his presence, "This oh, it's fossilized or whatever they yeah. say. It's been here for yeah. y- years and years and years." And he's like, oh, "I want to get out of here." He's terrified of the off. idea Sikes. of what he's seeing. But then, yeah. Yeah. That's what that to do with this is first contact. He has yeah. to have. This part of the briefing is you're probably going to see something that's you've never seen. Before. Now they're trapped. But how, yeah, even so if you've never seen aliens, if someone, how are they going to brief you and then yeah, like hologram, assume you're going to get old scared when you see an alien? Pierce. Well, no, yeah, they now, just saw all the guys running away and then he comes across the body that's like clearly decapitated. Yeah, so I was with those guys. I'm yeah. like, oh, let's get out of here instead of oh, running yeah, the room because 2,000 years ago, into. something weird happened right here where we're standing, but it's been yeah. alone for so long that it's fossilized and rotting with but, no one. But the technology works and you see a video essentially of you know, it's like you can't trust okay. nothing at that right. point. I would want to hang out, Josh. Right. I'd want to hang out with you and kind of see what's going on a little bit. Right. As a biologist. From like, yeah. from yeah. like yeah. sitting and watching it on TV. Let's, let's see. If Peter, okay. I'd make you stay. Come on. He's terrified of the fossil. Let's yeah. let's and give it let's give it to him. Let's give it to him. He's terrified with good reason of sure. the fossil. Do you think okay. Ridley Scott tried to write in a couple characters as like the voice of reason? Because he knew himself that all of this was so bizarre and outlandish that he thought, I've got to throw in a couple guys who are going to speak some common sense. Ridley Scott this. wasn't writing any freaking thing, and it sounds to me like he wasn't reading the script. So Wait, the, and you think that tattoo face and fifties glasses were the voice of reason? Yeah, they Those were. were the, they were the skeptics. Yeah. They they stood they, were, in, they stood in the place of the skeptics sitting well, in that theater. Well, okay, so fifties glasses, one of the voices of reason, who's <laughs> who's, who's <laughs> understandably apparently afraid of a right. fossil sure. that hasn't been disturbed by anyone or anything in <laughs> a thousand years. Now he wants like to get. Going. He wants to get out of there. He's so afraid, and he doesn't want to spend the night. Now, if that's the case, he's even more afraid because he's been abandoned. He has to spend the night with a guy who hates him. Yeah. In uh-huh. the room that's scariest of all the rooms, which is the room that he saw himself. People were running away from it and decapitated right. the guy. They decided to go so take shelter. In he's that room. in the heart of darkness and fear. And as he's sitting there, lounging around, in his right mind, a penis cobra comes up out of some slime. And he wants to play with it. And he's like, oh, it's beautiful. Let me reach my hand out and touch it. Now, this is a biologist. You know what I'm saying? And it's obviously displaying attack signals because it flaps open. Just like a cobra. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That scene like was the hood of yeah. a cobra. Weird. And what do you mean weird? It was inconsistent I mean, okay, so with his character. That scene was bad. All right. Yeah. It is weird that this dude who was that totally terrified is all of a sudden was like, bad. <laughs> treating it like a cat or something. He's like, shh. Like, like, come gonna, here, baby. She's yeah. pretty. <laughs> the only That's, thing okay. I, th- I thought of right. that scene And like, he wasn't high. Well, you got like some the other good explanation for this? Yeah, because I think the whole movie is trying to show off for that guy who he thinks is cool like he introduces himself at the you beginning you are giving them so you're being so just, generous this go on Josiah go on he's like so, the nerd kid trying to look cool in front of the yeah, tattoo raw punk like guy there, yeah, and he's like yeah. hey I'm, he's a scientist he's, like, he's, 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 he's supposed to be but, an expert on this thing maybe. and he Why doesn't he do expert he doesn't say he, doesn't do one productive thing I don't think that all these people are like top tier scientists. Yeah, but he either. is a biologist. They should yeah, be. They though. are because no. Let me Wayland get this straight. Peter was well, mad that, that ET to. got to travel in space without a PhD, <laughs> but now he's going to give this guy <laughs> what, a, what, like a high they school biology for teacher being, for <laughs> being yeah the lower quality biology. scientists. They were awfully cavalier with how 
far they traveled in space and how long they committed to this mission to not get the best around. I right. think we're, we're looking at it through the lens of our current technology. Oh like in the future, God. this could be like, oh, I'm a, I'll be back in two weeks. I got to go do this gig where, you know, I'm like, none a, of that I'm explains like, why in the world he would want to kiss this cobra thing you're right he's a weirdo hey maybe yeah, the like cobra thing he says no, doesn't make it right i got this and then he's just i don't know why he would touch it it's no i think the cobra thing. thing had hypnotic powers oh, was yeah. drawing oh, that yes. that's what y'all are doing he was charmed he was totally no, charmed no. i like that it's just like Ka in the jungle book yeah, yeah. If we could take a step back that's right. I, I think i'm still very confused about the whole meta narrative here in aliens it makes slightly more sense where they just happen along this abandoned ship. It was a and distress they signal. They yeah, they, they went to the distress signal. No, 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 which is no. so confusing. No, Let's hold on. sent them there. Yes. Well, right. So we, 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 we're not, not sure. Directive 937. We, they either stumbled upon it accidentally or they in, were intentionally sent to stumble upon it accidentally. They picked up a distress beacon that just turned out to be a warning. Which I, is so no, funny no, because remember Prometheus, she, she read. in Prometheus, she's setting off a warning signal. And so why couldn't this just be... And right. for some reason, Listen, they didn't anyway, want to make the connection. If you if you read the the screenplay for Alien Engineers, it is a very clean cut. It's not perfect by any means, but it is an Alien prequel. It is a prequel to Alien that yeah. lines up nicely. And the reason that you watch all these things in Prometheus and be like, that would have made so much sense to connect that is because yeah. this other goon came in and was like, that makes a lot of sense. What if I made it make no sense? Let's, let's have that fight scene at the end is what threw it into chaos. But anyway, they, they stumble across this uh, distress signal and they have to go investigate per their protocol determined by mother. Right, whatever, I can buy that. It's much simpler. But... Now we're in Prometheus, and what's the what's the meta narrative here? They're they're searching for the, the makers, makers of, humankind. of yeah. humankind. So the intelligent designers of the human race. They're they're out in space searching for them based on some drawings in a, in a cave, right. and they accidentally happen to stumble upon the same people that were experimenting with the alien goo. Well, I think because it, the whole movie that's not why they're out there. No, no they just not find, at all. We're, they, back, we're on alien they, now, right? No, we're no, no, talking about yes. why. They, the reason they're out in space searching for this the, planet is to find the makers of humans. Right, right. And why yeah. does the? But yet, why and is the all the archaeological star charts send them to not the engineers' home planet, but rather the engineers' it's military base? Military it's because outpost. they're stars, not planets. Yeah. You're not gonna get a planet. You're not. You can't see a planet from way over here, especially something that far. Not the point a, is that the, not the, a they're a constellation, solid planet. You right, can see and gas, they, gaseous. And then, and then they say, gaseous. based gaseous. on gaseous. those stars and the constellations, the only like habitable planet or moon that we can find is this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, which so makes sense. Why, it's it'd, like, be we'll like, it'd be like Arizona. It's like, you know, it's just like Arizona. similar to like, you know, the Air Force One or whatever. Keep reaching. You know, we covered this in the last yeah. one. No, where they, you no, know, no, no, where they detonate atomic bombs. The point is, it's like some... in. You know, you can yeah, technically live there. Like, we can be in the desert and survive. Oh, but it's, but like, it's, not it's like, like a chemical testing Yeah, it's place. like the military yeah, sure. base. We just found uh, the military base instead of, like, their, you know, yeah. city. You're thinking of maybe Area 51, not Air Force One. That's yeah, the or Arizona. So looking Sorry, for India, but finding North America. Even still, so they're the out in space. They're looking for listeners. the intelligent designers of the human race. And they just happen to stumble across... The goo. How does that explain the alien, the the maker of the human race at the beginning, who's drinking the black goo? Oh my gosh, we went over this. The, we've yeah, we've done this, this a half hour. The ago. implication is that that is 
millennia ago and that is the beginning of the human race to show that they were like priests uh-huh. and that they would start life on planets as the engineer and then it so it's just a jumps to 2089 it's coincidence that there's the goo that they're searching for these guys and they stumble across the goo and all hell breaks loose and they go well crap and now, the thing is, really we don't know what you found there is some what, bad writing. So what's so bizarre to me, so I'm thinking about this, this plot. They're off in space searching for some sort of origins of life. Yeah. And they discover this very convenient hologram that explains everything they need to know. Isn't this just Mission to Mars? <laughs> Wait, which hologram? Wait, the one that... How do you find fast- a way to do that in every episode? I was going to go... Mars. The they one just go to this cavern and they hit a play, the play button and this giant hologram opens when up. When did it's that like, happen? Oh, we created life in Prometheus. And then we sent Playing it to Earth. Flute. Yeah, oh, okay. You're saying... I like that. Well, then but here's the thing, Peter. Here's the thing. We don't know that happened because it happened off screen. All we saw was him holding a glowing earth and doing a little dance in a light show. And then all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, there's nine minutes of exposition that he just figured out from playing his little flutey tube. Yeah. All we know is that Vin, Egg Vin Diesel sat there and watched Laser Floyd for a while. And then <laughs> here's the thing. Planetary. This is what I think it all boils down to. And I want to ask a serious question that's going to really affect the rest of our friendships. What you guys are doing it seems to me is exactly what patrick just did as a joke by saying like i think that the cobra has hypnotic powers that's kind of what we're supposed to be led to believe there you're just attributing the wildest guess you can to every big problem in the movie in order to forgive it for making no sense well we can't say there's story we don't know yet what if there are good engineers and bad engineers what if what if there's a logical explanation Here's, for all yeah, of Yeah, that's what I think what yet. we're trying to be told is that in reality it's going to pan out and it's just a kid looking at a snow globe and he's just imagining things. And that's why it doesn't make any sense. No, it's aliens playing marbles like Men in Black. Like, the, like Prometheus and Alien are two completely different movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, <yep>. duh. <laughs> well, how do you mean? Not, how do you not mean? according Worth to the list noting. I just wrote. What is called? No, like Alien is clearly like a claustrophobic like horror movie with like... I mean, it's commonly referred to as, like, space truckers. Like, there's that. Prometheus is, like, a movie about, like, scientists, and you're going along this journey with them. So you're, like, learning and trying to, like, piece together what they're trying to piece together. That's right. Which is great. That's why I asked you. Yeah, and, like, if we could just... If we understood everything that happened... Throughout the movie, that's like that movie Star Trek Into Darkness. Is that what the that one's movie called? was? Great. <laughs> I love that movie, but at the end of the movie, I was like, hey, I haven't seen it. Oh well, I was wait, like, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, are we not allowed to say anything? Don't say it. Don't say it yet. Okay. Well, the point is, I like that you. You know, it's great that we're lost. It's great that we're having these conversations. I mean, isn't that? Yeah. Don't you? No, no, you because there's there's only so far you can you can string an audience along in ambiguity unless you're a certain type of filmmaker, unless you're David Lynch or or whatever, and and have the audience leave with a sense of like satisfaction with the ambiguity. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think that the overwhelming amount of people that have just said Prometheus just flat out doesn't make any sense. It's just basically what are you prepared to do? If you want to go around explaining it for it, doing the work for them. Yeah. Then that's fine. You're entitled to do that. But I really, really don't think, and this guy is obviously way more talented than I am, and, and he doesn't need me to like his movie or whatever, but I just don't Ridley? think that, no, really, Scott is a proven yeah, uh, freaking powerhouse. Genius. But Lindelof? I don't think that Lindelof, Lindelof meant to do that. I think mm-hmm. that he no. blew holes in a script that made sense 
and then it the the weirdest part is is just like why is this a quasi prequel why did they do so much work to exercise everything about it that clearly connected it to alien because these are the things that are making it make less and less and less and less sense. Here's my thought. <laughs> if it had no xenomorphs in at all and there were no alien references of any kind, it would be a great science fiction movie. Exactly. It would be so good. But because exactly. they have a xenomorph on the wall and they have the maybe like beginning involvement of a face hugger in the, the ween cobra and then they have the xenomorph like alien at the end, I'm like if those things weren't there, this movie would be so good and but it would the, be so fun, is, but you wreck it by half attaching it to a powerhouse of a film franchise. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the, the Deacon, which is what they call that thing at the end, uh, I didn't even dislike that. I mean, in and of itself, I was like, that looks kind of neat. It's yeah. like a Muppet. <laughs> it's like a Muppet with a hat on. Sure. But they they even said around you know the time that was i was like well we had to put something in there that looked like an alien and it feels like that it feels like a scene that's tacked on for the sake of like oh and by the way this thing kind of looks which like which guy are you guys referring to the, the, the final final thing that comes the final out of the alien engineer after the squid love making that wasn't a xenomorph it was supposed oh, to be like really? a proto xenomorph yeah, like yeah. like because it mated with the, the engineer and the squid right. that came out of. I, let's the trace the heritage I of this like thing. Super it, it's birthed, it's birthed by the half human, half alien that was, <laughs> it was the goo pulled that by cesarean the out of this woman yeah. who continued to run through the rest of the movie. Which is awesome. And then it. It devoured oh, an engineer, and then from well, it, the engineer, half human, half alien. Yeah, that that this thing burst out of its yes. stomach. So it's like one quarter human, one well, well a third, one a half a engineer, and, and, it's and like quarter black goo, black, quarter black. Goo. It's black goo in semen in an egg, <laughs> yeah, in a squid. So right. this a human, thing, this thing can be uh, traced back to the robot's finger in the drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is all because of Fassbender watching Lawrence of Arabia and bleaching his hair. Yeah, that's what happens with bleach on androids. The <laughs> also I also want to bring to a point like like she uh, you know does a cesarean with a little alien somehow it grows into that like I don't understand how it that's, made all that, that mass. That's, that's it like eating oh, that's that's there snacks oh, in there. The same thing always an alien. The little tiny the, the little tiny alien pops out of the guy an alien John Hurt, and yeah. scurries away <laughs> and just, <laughs> just very cheesily. Oh yeah, and then and then it sheds its skin once and just. Quadruples yeah. in size. Hey, without eating anything. It's the ultimate weapon. <laughs> Dude, it's right. did you see its blood? <laughs> it melted. I mean, you know, it's like obviously it's not. <laughs> That's it's fine. not I mean, the, going by any of our blood. physics or any of our. Energy Are there a lot of nutrients in acid? Probably. It's just like I had acid blood. If the if they so. wanted to do tiger this blood, thing, I don't I don't feel like they can do the one foot in one foot out thing without making everyone not just upset but confused right. because yeah. it's like yeah I would like to see a movie with xenomorphs in it. Uh, that'd Always. be great but I don't need it to be like crawling with aliens I mean James Cameron did that the best anyone Perfected can do it, it. yeah mm-hmm. that was and it's the wonderful it's, it's my, the best one. my favorite in the franchise which one here, here. aliens but the yeah I don't need that for oh, it to it be good. good it can be super sparse or it could even just have a xenomorph at the end for all I care but I'm the whole time I was seeing it the first time I was like oh okay well there's one on the wall so it's clearly this is clearly right. alien. It exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah cuz they were going all the way up until it came out. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Oh, it's nothing to do with aliens." Yeah. Right. And then the next one they'd be like, "Well, yeah. kind of," cuz they didn't know. They didn't know what they had right. done. It's like Michael Jackson's face at that point. They're I like, they, "We don't even know what's did, happened to this thing." 
I, so, I don't think they wanted to admit it. Like, I agree. I think they, like, tacked that stuff in once they started, like... I think they took the script, which would have been just another, like, cut-and-dry alien movie. Like, when you read the original script... Oh, yeah, script, for sure. It was, a, like, it was an alien it's movie. Defi- it's, like, alien on another planet. It's, like, they show up, they touch something, a face hugger, like, another alien. It's, like... But it had, right. all, it had the engineers, but it had, like, a new... It had the squid. New mythology, which is great. Yeah, not by not by much though. No, like it was it was very much in keeping with the movie. yeah. And I think so, they tore into it and came up with like some bigger ideas. And I think Ridley Scott was like, "Cool, I want to make this." And I would imagine Fox was like, "Well, throw some alien stuff in because people got it." Go had see to it. be that. It had to be the studio yeah. being like, "We signed you to make an alien movie, so you've got to so, give yeah. us." So they give were just like knowledge. pandering to 20th Century Fox. Yeah. By mm-hmm. but I so, agree. Like when we were following it beforehand, it was nuts because it was like, yeah, it was one week. Oh, this has nothing to do with Alien. And then two weeks later, Ridley Scott's like, "Well, it's got the DNA of Alien." Yeah, it's and like what like, is that? Literally. Mean? Then like a month later, it's like, eh, it's an Alien prequel," and then they like the whole cycle starts over again I'm like Whoa. yeah because because no one knows they don't know what they made well i think they they wanted to make something else but they had to like string along the alien fans so that it would actually like it got me well it got me yeah and it worked but yeah. then and then yeah. they played it up like no one's business yeah. because that trailer and even the way great. the title card looks yeah. and the, like tyler it is the skeleton of the movie aliens or alien and with just all this nonsensical crap tacked onto it right. so if the the problem is that watching it, I kept feeling like, and I'm in my own defense. All these guys who love it so much, they haven't seen it since theater. I pre-ordered it, <laughs> and I watched it like four it. times at home, trying to force myself to like like it. And I see all this stuff in it that I want to like. I like I like I like the practical monster stuff. I, I honestly, this is gonna make me seem like the the resident sicko, but the. The scene in the pod with the cesarean section—that's that fantastically that disgusting and that's, like makes your skin crawl. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's wonderfully oh, yeah. done. And then the whole time I'm going like, but well, hold on, wait, wait, what was what was that? I, I don't mm-hmm. so, I don't get it. Wait, back up. Answer this question. Yes. If you <laughs> alien, right? Alien, right? If like. Try to think about the movie sort of subjective, like independent of Alien. You you still they think won't it's, let me. Yeah. They won't let me. They force Alien into my they line of sight when I'm enjoying a science fiction movie, and they go, hey, this is kind of Alien. And I'm like, well, you just ruined it. Because I mean, is this, this come from, like, scrutiny of, like, you said you watched it four times. I mean, was it, when you watched it the first time, you were immediately like, what's, I'm, I'm so lost, this glue, you know, like, you didn't make all of, the, I'm assuming you didn't make all of those jumps to, like, being like it, it being confusing and there being inconsistencies in the plot when you just sat down and watched it you're like wow this is entertaining i'm guessing is what you're thinking the overall plot i kind of get yeah there are loops and holes but it's cool let me th- it's left me thinking no, it's honestly rewatching it before god and man oh, i okay. sat in that theater baffled and I, a part of me would be like oh that's so cool and where's it going and then i'd sit back down and go wait what what? Yeah. And then when it ended, I, I just looked down the row of all our guys and I could see these varying expressions. Like some people with their brows all furrowed and others got like nodding and smiling like, yeah. Um, and then I, they can vouch for it. On the ride home, I was like, that, I have no idea what the heck that was supposed to be. It was so infuriatingly, is it an alien movie? Is it not an alien movie? Is it going to explain itself? Is it not going to explain itself? Are they playing by the mythology's rules? Are they not playing by the mythology's rules? Hey, I have a, I have a question. In previous podcasts, you've put critics on blast for hating movies that are phenomenal, like Watchmen and uh, Chappie. 
how, how did critics respond to Prometheus? Was it oh, was, was it super awesome. polarized? Okay, oh, really? Yeah. Can I read some yeah. reviews? Oh yeah, because I just wondered if like if this was the inverse where we're all like, hey, not all, but you know those of us that are right. I wondered that like this this movie's Duke, and then the critics are into it. I wondered that I was like, hey, did everyone else hate this as much as what I did? What did it score on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Do you know? Uh, look, you got a phone in your hand. Let's. I've got notes up. Let me read some reviews to the internet. Uh, the New York Times says uh, this is. Not the seminal science fiction film once one wants from Ridley Scott. The sets and special effects are well done, but these things are no longer surprised or tantalize us as they once did. Ooh. It got 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, right. Not very high. That's Variety a C minus. That's fresh. From Variety. There is very little involvement with the characters themselves. A generally good cast in cardboard roles. Ooh. Here's Patrick's review from the Philadelphia Weekly. It seems like you identify this one. The best looking stupid movie I've seen all year. Yeah. I agree with that. That's a good wonderful. They made the movie look cool. Yeah, it looks great. And then is How about one Just more? don't pay attention to it. <laughs> the, uh, the Los Angeles Herald Examiner says, It is an overblown B movie. Technically impressive, but awfully pretentious. As difficult to sit through as a black mass sung in Latin. Yeah. It's not that pretentious. A what? And actually, a what mass? Black mass. In Latin? Who's ready Why? for a twist? A I'm ready for a twist. Those are all reviews of Alien. No! Did you hear that twist? What did he say? Oh my gosh. Say it again. Those are all reviews of Alien, actually. Uh, oh, snap. That was clever. Nice. Speaking, Which, of, speaking yeah. of Alien, you know it has the one of the most classic taglines in movie history. Mm. In space, no one can hear you scream. Right. Here's a review of what is actually Prometheus. This is not true. I love that you did that just now. That was great. I love that. In space, everyone can hear you try too hard. <laughs> Zing. Oh. Got him. I could see being like an avid alien like enthusiast and then going to see this and be pretty disappointed. Mostly because of like the scene for scene, like, right? I mean, that they're copying it. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. Sometimes like, especially that's if you're great. Stoked for Sometimes it, you're, like, it doesn't waiting make sense. for it to come out. I think that's what helped that me. That like, was... I was, I was never a huge like alien fan going into it. And I kind of like the type of movies where you got to like they leave it up to you to piece it together but I could see if you're a hardcore alien fan I like, really don't I, I mean I can't it. possibly know because I am a hardcore alien fan yeah. but I, I really don't think it's entirely the alien loyalty I think that lots of uh, I speculate that lots of folks like Tyler you're not a hardcore alien enthusiast no, you seem I, to have I mean, a lot of them at least he, yeah. he only I just saw it only <laughs> just yeah, seen it. Richard it's Edwards says movie. that it was it was crushed under the weight of its own pretentious ideas. Somebody else says it's like going to the Dalai Lama with a question only for him to answer you with a question. All right. Hmm. I've heard he does that. But who cares about yeah. critics? Who cares about us anyway? I mean, if you like the yeah, movie, that's true. Yeah. If you want my first <laughs> impression, let's yeah. hear it. Let's hear it. Alien is a much better film. Alien, That's what I want to get to right now. Alien was a really well-crafted, well-told story of people trying to survive in space. I, I thought it was great. Even the first couple acts, they were sort of slower and a little mysterious. I was so intrigued the whole time how they would subtly answer questions as you went along and you were slowly getting to know these characters. It I thought it worked really well. It's one of the best examples of a slow on purpose movie for the betterment of it. Right. And and the shots that they give you that they linger on the whole time you're like, Man, that looks 
good. And I got to say, watching them back to back hurts the visual effect of Prometheus because I remember watching it and thinking, well, at least it looks really nice. But when you watch it right after Alien, the thing looks gaudy and like the ship looks like a a Mm -hmm. cut scene from a PlayStation game. (laughs) And uh, compared to like the way that the lighting and the cinematography is done in Alien, Mm -hmm. which is like so shadowy and all these beautiful sets that they built. Mm -hmm. Alien was grittier. Well, Prometheus was shiny and clean. I have I have a lot of respect for the creators of Prometheus and how they visually put the movie together. Yeah, it was great, I was yeah. really impressed. A lot of the yeah. opening scenes too of the landscape shots. Some of that was just them shooting st- stuff on yeah, Earth. I think, but, I think that was really beautiful cinematography. But then right. even when they put even when they seamlessly put that spaceship into that those landscape shots and you can see a little tiny shadow moving across yeah. the landscape. I thought these guys put a lot of really <laughs> intentional thought into the cinematography of this film. It's too bad they partnered with terrible story writers. Yeah. I think they fell foul to the to the often unfortunate mistake of it being a prequel but the technology in the movie being so much sleeker and shinier. Like, are we meant to think that, like, every, like, the, the ship from Alien, like, went, all the time. like, downhill in, like, 29 years, or it was just a mining ship rather than, like... Yeah, I understand that they're thinking, well, o- this like, is what audiences expect right. at this point, but, but at like, the same time, to watch it now, and I'm not one of these, oh, all CG is evil or anything like that, but some of that stuff genuinely in my personal estimation looks so much more convincing in alien and i'm not just talking about the miniatures but the technology and the way that right. at one point tyler says or someone was like jesus elaborate when she was having to do the self-destruct yeah code. this yeah, is that, like because they built all this stuff mm-hmm. instead of a, it's a, a hologram of an right. ipad yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you were really into that fake head no, the fake head looks yeah, really actually bad. Fake head was bad. <laughs> yeah. Jarring. That was, that was Terminator status fake head. Yeah. Yeah. The miniature stuff was pretty evident. Like that. Well, yeah, small. but it's 1979. I feel like Star Wars era, right? I mean, yeah, it's just after Star Wars. But that. you feel like a younger Ridley Scott is taking a lot more risks in his youth. Like he's like, all right, I have this budget. I got to take this yeah. crazy script. I got to make this work. Like yeah. the, the pressure's on. Now he's, you know. Maybe got a little fat, a little lazy. He's got all these CG, <laughs> and he's a, maybe even abusing it. I mean, clearly yeah, it wasn't paired like up with these decent writers. At some points, it 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 lapped not not a ton, but at some points it lapsed into like prequel Star Wars prequel status, where there was so much fake sure. crap on the yeah. screen that yeah. you're yeah. like, what what I'm not seeing a, yeah. a single real thing right no, now, yeah. apart from Fastbender's face. Tyler, yeah. Which you, you're not great. generally so a sci-fi fan, are you? Uh, not generally, but I appreciate sci-fi. I think I can't rule out all sci-fi because I love Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, and those are all sci-fi to some degree. Yeah, kind of. No, <laughs> yeah. Those are landmark science yeah, fiction Yeah, definitely. Films. Those are not, I mean, yes, there's, I no, mean there's no aliens like fantasy, interacting. No, it, no, it doesn't have to be in space to be science fiction. It's science fiction. fiction. A science, little bit of science, science and all of a sudden science fiction? Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you you find find science real? fiction <laughs> by <laughs> like, <laughs> to you is science fiction is Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, Star Wars, everything and it has to be in space with aliens? No, not necessarily. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so what would you call that genre of like high technology, like also science high science fiction. as opposed to just... Science oh, fiction. dinosaurs exist now. You know, that's like that's not. There isn't that much science related to that. It's mostly. Man, have you read that? There's like about deep stuff about red genome. What? Yeah. We're talking Park. about movies. 
I know, but Why it's based on books. Yeah, I, right. Listen, oh, I hate books. Let's let's not let's not get devolve into what's really and really not science fiction. What I want to know is who can sit here and with a clear conscience say that they actually like Prometheus more than Alien or that it's a better movie because that would just be so foolish. Here's yeah, shameful. I dare you. Are we doing the uh, kill one, keep one? We can we can frame it that way if you like. Yeah. Let's, let's if that helps, I mean, you're still answering the same question. It's hard. Should we just go around the circle? Yeah. You well, want to Josiah's move. began, so you finished the work you started. Here's the thing. If I had a choice right now, I think I'd rather watch Prometheus. But if I had to get rid of one, it would also be Prometheus because I think Alien's been way more impactful and. It inspired one of the greatest theme park rides of all time. <laughs> Got to bring a Which ride to the, the Thunder Mountain. What? Uh, the great movie ride? No, the, at MGM. <laughs> yes. It's the, no. Uh, Alien Encounter. Did you guys ever ride that? No one's uh, heard of that, man. It, it, like, it was terrifying. It got How does it always come back to a ride? You got kicked out of the park. No, no. The ride got kicked out of the park because oh. someone gets eaten, and oh. it was like fifty steps away from the castle. Wow. Was, yeah. Oh, wow. I actually had a, someone tell me about it. They wrote it, and we're like just mortified they didn't know it was going to be scary it's terrifying but anyway you you but yeah so i would i think i would rather watch prometheus but if push came to shove i would also kill prometheus i'm very conflicted i'm Hmm. i'm largely pro metheus (laughs) (laughs) give that one to you (laughs) that was what do you think matt i mean coming into this evening there was no doubt in my mind in that despite Peter's valiant efforts, has not been shaken, I would obviously get rid of Prometheus in a heartbeat and actually will maybe watch it once more in my entire life and then be done with it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I would choose Alien a hundred times over. I mean, Prometheus is fun to argue about like this, but at the end of the day, it's just struggling. Alien. Yeah, obviously I would choose Alien too, but I just also want to point out that I'm the only one here that bought Prometheus and watched it a bunch of times. <laughs> and honestly, for for as much as it frustrates me and that at the end of the day, like uh, I have this hate and not love relationship with it, I still don't mind watching it. It's kind of like a love to hate kind of thing. And parts of it uh, are really fabulous that I wish were inserted into a better movie. Yeah, it's like the Lorax. <laughs> yes, Prometheus is exactly <laughs> like the Lorax. Let's not get started on that's another podcast. Oh my goodness! All right, Peter. So you, you know, you saw Prometheus first, then you went back and watched Alien. Now you've seen both of them a few, or at least a couple of times. What do you think? Wait, did you see so either of them in Russian the first time? <laughs> yes. In my head, I translate <laughs> it, and then I translate it to <laughs> no, English. No, wasn't that? That was I watch every ET, movie. Right? You didn't see it in English. No, he uh, did. He didn't speak no, no, English. No, it was English. He didn't. Okay. So I'm yeah. like, Josiah just put it into words for me. Similarly, like I would, I would rather watch Prometheus, but I think that Alien is a better movie. And I honestly, like, I was really impressed. Like, watching old movies, oftentimes, I don't know, like you go back and they're just cheesy. It's like these movies that people are like, oh, this is iconic. You have to watch this. And I go back and watch it. And it's like, oh, it's all right. But Alien was good. I, I liked all the cinematography and just like all the people's um, interactions seem really uh, almost like, what's the word? Spontaneous. Yeah. 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 Uh, What'd you say? Genuine and authentic. No, no. the other word would you're ad libbed. Yeah. But another word for that. (laughs) Improvised. Improvised. Good Lord. Yeah. Improvised. That's you're welcome. (laughs) We got there. Anyways. Yeah. Alien. Alien's a good movie. As much as I think there are plot holes 
or at least stuff that's left out and you you certainly wouldn't argue that there's more plot holes than Prometheus. No, no. Okay. You're right. And you All say right. aliens better. <laughs> G-Man? Yeah, so this is my second time seeing Prometheus. And the first time in the theater, I honestly, was very entertained. And, and I didn't really have that much of a problem with it. And going into tonight, I thought that uh, it would still hold up and I would still really like Prometheus. But I don't. Uh, <laughs> 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 I really got to go with Alien. I mean, the problem with Prometheus is these, the th- questions you have at the end aren't fun and interesting things to talk about. They're just frustrating and, and boring to talk about because you know that the, it's not going to make any real connections. You were pretty bored just now? Yeah, I, I found... I mean, Prometheus looks great, and there's some really cool parts in it, but... Uh, there's parts that are like hokey and cheesy and no i mean the conversation we've been having oh no this was a Riffing. very frustrating okay. conversation <laughs> Gary just in there frowning all night <laughs> yeah i mean I we like, just went around in circles with making up yeah yeah i mean like we've been saying you, you, you got to make up so much analyzing stuff plot. to even see if prometheus can make any sort of sense so yeah i go with alien uh, alien is way better than prometheus and just a great movie in general alien beats prometheus but prometheus beats et <laughs> word <laughs> yikes that is absolutely untrue how about that <laughs> didn't nonsense. see that one coming it's a slider well uh, it's been already said this is the first time i've seen either of these films and I could very easily go the rest of my life without ever seeing Prometheus again, uh, but from this this night on, I'm I'm a fan of Alien. Okay, I told you. I really enjoyed That's it. What's up? I thought it was really well made. The pacing was really good. I loved the characters, even their that reluctancy to be there and in this situation. How calm they all still remained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought this is. I, I actually really liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, I think that Alien might be better than ET. I enjoyed I enjoyed Alien so more than ET. I, I like Alien more than ET. Yeah, but, it, but it's a better Alien movie. That doesn't diminish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It's definitely yeah. a better movie. <laughs> it's definitely a better horror movie. Now, Liam, you you know you were there for the hype. I was there for the hype and uh, followed it through. The um, you know Prometheus, that opening scene. I was I was I mean get a good trailer. You go in the movie, you watch that opening scene. If it had gone more with that, I think we would have had a, a totally different movie but then they introduced the characters and the characters ruined it for me they weren't having fun they weren't enjoying their company <laughs> they were just they they were inconsistent yeah like it's just like honestly i couldn't identify with the characters i didn't see any development any growth with them um as much as david was there with the, the fast bender I think I liked him the most, yeah. but as far as androids go, the Ian Holm, like the you see, like how sinister and how like what a villain he is, uh, just like, blows yeah, Fastbender away. Um, but yeah, I'm mm. I'm all about Alien. I can't wait to show my kid what it's like to have, or you know, show him what it's like to have that alien pop out of a chest. I mean, that was just nightmarish. Yeah, and uh, yeah, very cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia started kindergarten. She's probably ready yeah. for Alien now. I reckon. <laughs> you know, it's. It's yeah, it's classic, definitely. Yeah, I think you hit uh, on an important note there that there's not 
other than again, other than the captain, who I, you I find myself going like, ah, oh, he's good people's, kind of. But even uh, he was indifferent. Yeah, that's yeah. True. but that's saying something. He was the yeah. most that I could latch onto. Even uh, you know Shaw's character was just like she's kind of whiny and like not really serving any real purpose. Whereas there's all these different characters in Alien from the moment it starts that are like these guys are funny and I get what where how they kind of sit in this group of people. Ripley is like the classic strong female character that that rises to the. She's like the antithesis of the horror, uh, you know female in that she doesn't end the movie screaming and running for her life as the yeah. last survivor she's yeah. like you know she's this the yeah, she's like she's the, the first BSA female action hero yeah like yeah she really yeah. does it's cool the shaw girl i almost feel is that her name yeah the shaw. i feel like yeah. they, they chose her based on her physique like she was ripped and that looked good during the her getting cut open well right? she must have been something to be able to jump around and rappel off of ship and she has staples holding her stomach That's together. A Ten trillion dollar machine, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but I saw the procedure that it performed, and all it did was zap her open and staple her shut. Are you a are you a doctor? Are you a medical doctor, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, how did you feel about the conclusions reached in today's episode? Is Peter being too generous? Did Josh not pay close enough attention? Is Tyler strangely obsessed with Mission to Mars? Sound off in the comments section of this episode on our all-new website, youhatemovies.com. Remember, we also argue online via our social media outlets, so feel free to speak up on Twitter and Instagram, at youhatemovies, or on facebook.com slash youhatemovies. Feel like we're overlooking a quality argument? Suggest an episode at youhatemovies.com.